Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lock, Stock, and Barrel podcast. Coming at you after a five-week hiatus. Uh, absolutely a shit show of three weeks of COVID and then a couple weeks of constant coughing and, and uh, lingering effects. Didn't want to um, bore anybody with that or an episode that took me two hours to get through just because I couldn't stop and uh, cough every 30 seconds. So... Beyond that, sorry to be gone. Glad to be back. Hopefully put out a podcast every day this week. I get a lot of um, ideas and content and so on and so forth I want to get into. But today, because of the time of year it is and the place I live in the Midwest, I'm going to focus on turkey hunting. And a part of turkey hunting that also uh, spills over into big game hunting and hunting in general, and hunting culture, and hunting people, and the types of people that we run into. That is clothing. Hunting clothing. Um, hunting clothing by what I'm going to call the big three. And I'll talk about them. I'll talk about the way it used to be, the way it may be heading. And uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see what happens. So let's get into it. All right, so camo clothing. Um Camo clothing is something uh, that I think really uh, reached a precipice here just a year or two ago. Um, the big three, you know, Sitka, First Light, and of course, Kuyu, um, really brought everything to a precipice just a few years ago. You know, Sitka started out many, many years ago with their moth wing mimicry camo which I actually have some of. It's almost uh, 15 years old. Um, now they've moved, obviously, into the Optifade, you know, the Gore Optifade uh, uh, designs. And Sitka's really done a uh, 360 from their original. They started out with mountain hunting gear. Um, Jason Harrison, you know, really started that and, and, and brought it to where it was or where it is before Gore purchased them. And they were a mountain and technical hunting gear company and an expensive clothing company. Um, the big thing you see now is, in no matter what brand it is, whether it's Numa, um, like I said, Sitka, First Light, Kuyu, um, there, there, there's just, there's quite a few brands out there, you know, um, even Cabela's and Bass Pro, Sportsman's Warehouse, Shields, um, their house brands, um, Badlands, uh, Cryptic, um, all these 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 names, these catchy names and catchy companies and catchy uh, patterns. The big thing that sticks out to me uh, is marketing. It's all in the marketing. Now, if you go to these websites. Um, say the Sitka website, for instance, I mean, when you, when you go to the Sitka homepage, it's, it's a, I mean, it's an experience. It looks like it was designed by an artist and you know, it, that's, that's what you see. The first thing you see, you can shop, you can get inside Sitka and you can see what the experience is. They're making it an experience. They have catchy names, with great marketing, great photos, still photos of people doing things you may never do. Um, they've got 
recipes. They've got tips on how to do certain types of hunting, uh, unbelievable photos. It, it just goes on and on and on. Now, that's that's great. Um, you know, these companies are doing a great job of marketing and doing a great job of getting uh, brutally uh, loyal clientele. And uh, if you're a waterfowl hunter, you know um, Sitka has done a damn good job of marketing to waterfowlers and really switching over their what I think is their key focus to waterfowls. Um, but today we're talking about turkeys. And of course, not to be undone or outdone, uh, Sitka has brought out a line of turkey hunting gear. And I say gear. It's not clothing. It's gear. Make no mistake. It is gear. Just ask any of these companies or their reps. Um, and it's called the Equinox line. They have three items, a turkey vest, a hoodie, and a pair of pants. So if you were a new hunter and you want to get into hunting and you have heard about Sitka and you're surrounded by people who wear Sitka gear and you think Sitka gear is the best, your initial investment is right at $650 for three items of clothing. $650. Let that sink in for a little bit. Then we're going to move on. So I move on to first light. Now I don't want anyone here to think that I'm being some sort of a hypocrite because every company I've talked about, I own some of their clothing. I don't consider myself a fanboy of anything. I just buy stuff that is on sale. That's my size things that I like things that I, I, I enjoy the company or maybe or their mission, but mostly it's just whatever I like. And number a close second is if it's on sale, because I have to see value. <clears throat> I don't see value in a lot of these things. Um, maybe I'm wrong for that. Maybe I'm not. But if I like the piece of clothing or the piece of gear or the piece of kit, I think it's nice. It fits me well. I can move well in it. Um, I'll buy it. I don't care what pattern it is. I don't care if it's solid colored. I actually prefer solid color a lot of times. Uh, I very rarely wear a camouflage, even when turkey hunting. Uh, it's very, very rare for me. So that being said, I'll move on to First Light, which is one of my, you know, I, I really like the company. I've got First Light clothing. And I, one of my most favorite things is my Uncompagri puffy vest and coat. I love them. Uh, I would move on now to other ones as the gear seems to be getting cheaper and chintzier than it used to be years ago. Um, I would say that about a lot of clothing manufacturers, the more they move to China and subpar parts of Asia, things are getting cheap and chintzy. They don't wear well. Um, they're not put together well. They're not stitched up well. Quality has gone down since a lot of these companies started. And I suppose that's is a victim of mass production. That's my only theory on that. Um, but first light. Same deal. Go to the website. They've got kits. It's an experience. They've got everything you need for whatever you hunt. And that's all you really have to do is look and see, here's what I hunt. Oh, there's my kit. So a Southern Turkey hunting kit. Now what I did on the Southern Turkey hunting kit was I took what they told you you needed, essentially. Pants, pair of gloves, maybe a gator, 
boot gaiters. I have no idea why. Merino socks, a coat, a thin shirt, and a leafy suit top. That's the old, uh, almost ghillie suit like, uh, you know, leafy wear and a leafy wear baklava um, to go over your head. Now, the first light kit, the Southern Turkey Hunting Kit, which I assume is for warm weather, $670 all in. $670 and you're ready to go, so they say. And again, First Light has some of my most favorite products. Um, but even going back to Sitka, when I said I had Mothwing Mimicry clothing, that's very old Sitka gear. And it's been around forever. And it still works great. And I still wear it every year. And it looks like hell. But I don't really care. It's comfy and I like it. Moving on. Now we have the uh, creme de la creme of all gear. Everyone knows what I'm going to say here. It's Kuyu, right? Everyone knows somebody wears Kuyu. More than likely, if they wear Kuyu clothing, it all matches all the time. And they wear it when they're not hunting too. Um, they got to have that Rams head on their shirt. They got to have people know that they are legit. Hey, more power to you, right? Take it till you make it. And uh, yeah, I mean, have at it. The problem I have with Kuyu stuff, besides the cost, is the fit. I'm very tall uh, and larger chested. Not a lot of the gear fits me well. Um, and that's just, you know, that's just part of it. It's okay. I will say that their uh, down vest is one of the best products on the market today, hands down. It's not made in China. It's got real down. Uh, the Moreno wool comes from New Zealand. So they are using quality products and usually making it in quality countries. Um, that is a big nod to Kuyu. I think it's kind of funny how dedicated people are and how hardcore people are to the brand. But again, that's what these companies have done is they have created loyal, loyal, loyal customers that will absolutely die on the sword of their brand or their camel pattern for that matter. Um, Kuyu not to be outdone by anybody ever. Um, they have a turkey kit. Now it goes on and on and on and on. But just picking out the same four, five, six items that the other companies would offer you, you're right at $1,000 for a Kuyu turkey kit. Now, my point in giving you these big three turkey kit uh, costs is this. You know, let's just say you're at and $1,000. $1,000 for a Kuyu turkey kit would almost buy you a guided turkey hunt where I'm at. And you could go to Walmart and buy very cheap, very cheap clothing, camouflage or not, and get by just fine. Let's just say you went down the Walmart aisle, bought yourself some real tree or some mossy oak, maybe a pair of bibs, maybe just a cheap $20 pair of pants and a $20 shirt, and a face mask, an HS strut face mask. So you're in 60 bucks in the clothing, $1,000 in the hunt. You bought a shotgun. Let's say you've never bought a shotgun before. You've never turkey hunted before. And you went and bought an 870 or a Mossberg 500. So you're $500-ish in on that unless you bought a used gun. More power to you there. Um, man, anyone who takes this kind of money because... 
if you're going to invest that kind of money into one thing, one group of, of, or one, uh, you know, set of dedicated gear to a dedicated season, you're not going to have any money to hunt. That's just the reality of it. When I said I have clothing from all these manufacturers, the, the cold hard fact is if I didn't get it as a gift, I bought it drastically reduced in price because there's no way I would pay the money they charge for any of this gear ever. I just won't. Uh, money's precious. Uh, time's precious. And if I take money and throw it at my time with an outfitter or a guide, I'm going to, I'm going to get a much better return. I could spend four or $5,000 in clothes and try to hunt public land and be some sort of Billy badass like you see on a lot of these websites or podcasts or videos or whatever and uh, never kill an animal for years. Or I could spend $400 on clothes and the other $4,500 on an outfitter and go kill a nice mule deer or elk or bear or mountain lion or two antelope or three whitetail or four or five turkeys where I could travel to Argentina and shoot a red stag for that amount of money. So let's, uh, I think the big thing with clothing and, and camel clothing and these clothing companies in general is they got great marketing. They create unbelievably loyal customers. They got these fanboys running around telling you, you know, you're going to be successful because you have this. You're going to be successful because you wear this or because you do this or because you have this camo. It's simply not true. Uh, success is purely based on the amount of work and time and effort you're willing to put into something and money to a point. Because if you sit there and tell yourself you want to kill a 200 inch mule deer, you better start saving your pennies because you're not going to do it on a public land self-guided hunt. It, 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 maybe you would have many years ago and you know, you can, you can put in the comments and argue with me all you want, send me nasty emails. It ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Um, is it possible? Yeah. But for the overwhelming majority, it is not going to happen ever. Go down to Mexico, pay twelve dollars or $15,000 for one in Sonora. Go to Alberta, Saskatchewan, pay a few thousand dollars for one up there. Um, make it happen. Stop focusing on the gear. Um, you know, good optics. I still, I still have a podcast in the making on good optics and, and, and that's a, that's a whole nother subject, but really the, you know, if you're going to look at, you're going to use the term gear and refer to your clothing, <clears throat> you're, uh, you're just, you got, you got some things turned around because clothing is exactly that it's clothing. I wouldn't really call it so much gear. Um, your backpack is probably a piece of gear, uh, a piece of kit, you know, um, your spotting scope, your binoculars, your rifle, um, maybe a knife or a hatchet. Um, that's gear, but your clothes are clothes. Boots, boots are very, very important. But beyond that, wear what you want. If you can't afford camo, get some dark clothes, get underneath a cedar tree, get underneath a low-hanging oak or something, find some brush, get in a shadow. You'll kill a turkey every time. You don't have to worry about it. Learn to hide yourself. Don't rely on something else to hide you. The truth of the matter is most camo patterns made these days are just simply too dark that from, from a ways away, you just look like a giant black blob. And a lot of people don't realize that, especially a lot of the, um, 
newer mossy oak and uh, real tree um, patterns that you see that are intended for hardwoods hunters. They're so dark. There's no way that something doesn't pick you out. If a human eye can pick you out at five or 600 yards, a deer or turkey will, or a mule deer or an elk, they'll pick you out. Um, try blending in and using vegetation and shadows and things like that. Light. That's what's going to make you successful. Working on your skills, not having this gear. So uh, I'm going to sign off before I have a cough fit. Um subscribe listen thanks i'll get you another podcast out tomorrow and uh yeah hopefully this week we get all uh, healed up and we can get back into uh some cool stuff so thanks for listening i appreciate it very much check it out on instagram check it out on uh, youtube thanks everybody